fun fact, people that work for like call centers, guess where they live? Poland Spring. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You Nebraska, because Nebraska has no Nebraskans have no accent. It's the least amount of accent in the United States. Really? Yep. So there's a. I, don't I know didn't know that. Yeah, I don't right, know that's Nebraska. why it's a fun fact. I don't know if it's Nebraska, but I know that there's a uh, thing with meteorologists. When meteorologists go and reporters, when they go through school, they mimic a Midwestern accent because of the same exact idea. It's like they can then go and work anywhere in the country and they don't have like an accent. Yeah, that's why Midwest is the best. Yeah, but think about it. Any accent in in this country, I mean, is it really that hard to understand? Don't think yeah. about it. Am I gonna get in trouble for throwing the gum in the grass? No. No, you're yes, fine. Pete, you disrespect. I'll, I'll say it was me. Don't worry about it. Um, all right, should we uh, should we get get rolling? Are we doing an intro? Or are we doing? Yeah, is this the type of podcast where we just roll into it? No, it's. I mean, it can, we can roll, in, but like intro? on the back end, we can roll into it. But I think we should have an intro just in case. Is this the first episode? Or are we leaving it open ended? Oh come on! Don't do that <laughs> shit. All this time, oh, it's gonna be the first episode. It's gonna be the first episode. Am I allowed to swear on this? It, maybe like once every two minutes, yeah. but like not more than that. <laughs> Give you, give you, we'll give you a ten. Okay, a, a ten-word quota. Okay. All right, everybody. Welcome to the first ever episode of Behind the Ridge, brought to you by Roback Media. Uh, first, first episode here. We introduce the one, the only, Will Lawler. Thank you guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. Uh, this is my first, first time on, on pod two. So. Yeah. I just um, realized I paused for the camera, but yeah, as Nikki was looking around. But yeah, yeah. No, without further ado. Nick Cass. Nikki Cass. Nick Cassano. Nick Cass. Nikki Meats. Nikki Meats. Which Nick. one is it? Uh, Nicholas? It depends on the day. Yeah. Well, depends today's Tuesday. So today's Tuesday. Oh, let's go with Nikki Meats. Today. Okay. Yeah. Does the month matter? Uh, No, not not particularly. Not okay, particularly. so... It used to, but I've kind of gotten over you, that. You grew out of that? Yeah, yeah. I became a man. Yeah. I remember that when that happened to me. Yeah. Um, Just recently. All right. We're going to... Take a little dive Uh-oh. into the Twitter history of Nick Cassano, <laughs> Nikki Cass. <laughs> Not that we stalked you or anything, uh, but oh, we might have. And we uh, we have a few tweets just to run by you, <laughs> and just a few follow up questions. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, God, to, I probably said some dumb. No, dumb no, things. it's great. So yeah. first one, I'm just gonna read the tweet. Okay. If you don't get okay, I'm gonna try to read the tweet <laughs> without <laughs> laughing. This will actually be. Pretty impressive. If you don't give grapes a little squeeze job before you bite it, you're a maniac. It takes a special breed to just take a grape off the vine and pop it into your mouth with no speculation of the crunch. One, great point. Two, what are other things you give a little squeeze job to before you eat? Um, okay, one, I'm happy that you agree because it's the truth. You got to give them a little squeeze job. And two, I give a hard-boiled egg a squeeze job before I eat it. I don't know why. I know what it's going to feel like, but I squeeze a hard-boiled egg before I eat it. And a dumpling. <laughs> and, and like, a steam, steam dumpling. Well, the egg makes sense, because what if it's not hard-boiled? Then you just... Yeah. Right. No, yeah. no, I'm saying it's already peeled. You know it's a hard-boiled oh, egg. Oh, it's already peeled, Before too. I put it in my mouth, I do, like, one of these. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got one. Okay. You peel the tangerine... You rip it apart. Oh, you give yes. it a little squeeze yes. job. You see the juices move. Yep. Yes. And then yes. you pop it in your mouth. Yes. Absolutely. I'm guilty. Yep. Oh, I'm. <laughs> oh, guilty of that. Guilty as charged. <laughs> I think you had brought up when we were uh, talking about this, like an apple. 
An apple. Like, 100%. Who likes, mush- who likes a mushy apple? True. True. Or nectarine. I'm not a big nectarine guy, so I can't come Oh, you gotta get on the wave. Gotta get on the wave. More of a tangerine guy. Right. Okay. I only do so much eens. Eens. Yeah. yeah. You got to keep the eens at a minimum. You do the next one. Yeah. All right. That, I, that, was, that was a good one. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I thought that one. That, that one's funny. Um, this is one I did not know. So we'll see if uh, if you have found out since you last tweeted this. Does anyone really know what the fuck eggnog is made out of, or am I just an ass? <laughs> one. Yes, you are just an ass. Uh, and two. I still don't know, but I looked it up, so I can give you the answer. If you know. Yeah, no, I, I still don't no know. I, I don't know. All right, do you want to know? Yeah. Okay. Eggnog is made of eggs, egg yolk, oh, wow. heavy cream, sugar, vanilla extract, and milk. Follow-up oh, wow. question. What is the difference between vanilla and vanilla ec- extract? I feel like vanilla is the, is the stalk. I feel like vanilla is the stalk, and vanilla extract... Is the what's I'm not going to say the word I'm say not going to say extracted. <laughs> um, the vanilla is what is seeped out and juiced from the vanilla stalk. I have no clue, but I, think I don't that's know. A really, that's, that's, a that's a really that's solid a guess. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Like I feel like that makes sense. Yeah, it's a very that solid was well thought guess, out. I think I was impressed. Yeah, thank you because I I didn't know. Um, all right, next next one. There ain't nothing I love more in this world than cracking an egg in a hot pan. There's just something about it that really scratches my ass. There's just some things in life I'll never get sick of, and cracking an egg is one of them. God bless. So, as a follow-up. I love, I put, the, I I love put, the God bless. I put God bless at the end of that. As a follow-up, what are other things that just scratch, scratch. your ass? <laughs> um, I love hitting a nice three-wood shot. Off the off the tee box into the fairway that really scratches my ass. Um, definitely not a driver shot. No, def- no, I, I would never dare do that with a driver. Yeah, are you kidding? Um, I also I also really like I also like when you fill up a measuring cup and it doesn't go over the desired amount you would like and you just hit the line and you you don't get down low. You just kind of eyeball it like this, and then you see it, and then you, you're like, all right, I'm done, and it's like around the line you wanted perfectly, like a half a cup, perfect. You know that scratches the hell out of my ass. Um, and then I got to be honest, when I'm shaving, and I put the shaving cream on, and I get one clean swipe, and the line is perfect like this, talk about getting your ass scratched, that is unbelievable. That's a great feeling. Uh, and then I love a nice, tightly tucked bed, like bed oh. sheet, like a nicely tucked, like like comforter piece or bed sheet. Like when you look at the bed, it looks like Restoration Hardware just put the thing in your room. That scratches my ass. <laughs> How often does that happen? Do you make your bed? Low. <laughs> uh, the few times I do make my bed, uh, it, it it happens. Maybe one out of every three times when she makes a bed, it's every time. She the makes reason I bed. ask is because I actually had the exact same answer. I love a perfectly made bed. Really? I can count on one hand the number of times I've made my bed. But I think that's why I like it because it's such a rare yes, occasion. Yes, it's yep. like when it finally it's, does it looks happen. It's so much cleaner. Yeah. yeah. And then you untuck and you get in, you're like, man, it's going to be a great sleep. Yeah. But along the shaving, it really scratches my ass. Like, really scratches my ass. When you get you get in a haircut and oh. 
you, they're cleaning your neckline. Yes. Yeah. And, and it tickles a oh. little bit. Oh. <laughs> with the flat blade. Oh, Bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my oh, God. Yeah. With the yeah. flat blade oh. and the hot and the hot shit. You want to talk scratching oh, ass. Oh, you want to talk yeah. about one of the best scratches of the ass. <laughs> that is definitely one of them. Oh. It's like this weird tingly feeling. It starts at the oh. top of your back and then it trickles down your spine. Oh, my God. That thing... I, like I wish I could feel that twenty four seven. Like, and you do like one of these. I would get a haircut every day. Uh, every day, yeah. if they weren't forty five dollars. Yeah, and if my hair grew back that fast. Like, right. Yeah. My my last one is and something I've developed into, I've grown into, is when I get to go back home for the two three times a year, and I get to have my mom's food. Oh wow! Homemade food that scratches is your just. Ass. What would be like yeah, the, the meal you're looking forward to the most? Great, when you go great, home? Cue. Oh, great. Cue. It's a great question. I hope my family listens this, to this because they will totally understand. Mrs. Potter's chicken. Our neighbor before I was even born. Shout out, Miss Potter. Yeah, shout, shout out, Miss Potter. Potter. Um, my neighbor before I was even born passed along this recipe, and it's just been a, a family staple ever since. And it's basically it's kind of like a chicken parm, I guess, but it's. Ritz crackers as the the breading, um, uh, yeah. like crushed up Ritz yeah, yeah, crackers, yeah. and my mom does the best job, and we always have that when I go home. So, Dad. Mrs. Potter's chicken really scratches my ass. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it sounds like it would scratch my ass too. I mean, all the Italians watching this, I know you don't want to hear that, but that sounds good. All right, Nick. For those who don't know you, how would you how would you describe yourself? What you do? I'm kind of like a Swiss Army knife. Ever see a Swiss Army knife? You got the knife, you got the scissors, you got the screwdriver. I do a lot of comedy style stuff on Instagram. I make fun of my dad. I make fun of the Italians. I do like comedy skits. Um, I've created a few characters. Basically, I, I just like to create. And then I take my creations and I throw them out on the internet. And at some point, they started hitting off and... I just I make a bunch of content on the internet. I do Nikki motivations. Uh, I don't know when this is gonna air, but we started a, a foundation, the Kimpack Foundation, charity. Uh, I just like to have my hand in a bunch of different things. Nice. How'd you first get started with doing everything? So I I've always been like the funny guy in the friend group, and like played baseball my whole life. And on the bus rides, I'd like want to make people laugh. I'd do whatever I, it, it took. I always said. I've never made, I've never met someone I wasn't able to make laugh. And like for, for me, like it was a goal. Like if I was meeting for the first time, I'm huge on first impressions. Like I wanted to make sure that I had you in stitches, like within the first five minutes. So, uh, always found it fun to, to make someone laugh. It was a passion of mine. And I would post like little things on Snapchat. I'd make like at home videos. I'd edit them on iMovie. I would never put them anywhere, but just like for me, I thought it was interesting. And... I uh, played baseball in college. Sophomore year, I stopped playing baseball. I was uh, working in a gym. I was training clients. I had like 10 clients a week at the time. Uh, I was working downstairs in the athlete-specific gym of the school I was going to. And this is right around the time where TikTok was coming out. And my friends are like, dude, like you got to get on the app. Like, Get on the app. Like, Make a couple videos. I think you'll do great. And I'm like, no, I'm not, I don't want to do that. Like, that's when Charlie D'Amelio was, like, doing all this shit. And so I'm like, I just don't want to be involved in that. Um, so I'll never, never forget. It was a Wednesday night. It was 7.52 p.m. And I'm closing up the gym. Gym closes at 8. And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I can't say another curse for another two minutes. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm like, F it's it. actually two and within two minutes. You're right. You're right. It's like. <laughs> you're right. So um, I downloaded the app and I made like a quick like 30 second video. It was, it was uh, Italian dads when you say you're going to go out. And it was like, basis was like, kid walks in, hey dad, like I'm going out. And the dad is like, what do you mean you're going out? It's 8 p.m. on a Wednesday. You doing out. Like, whatever. Thought it was funny. I posted it, put my phone in my pocket. Didn't look at it again. Next morning, I wake up, go to the bathroom, whip out my phone. Things got like two million views. I'm like, okay, this, this is crazy. Like, I'm like calling my dad, everyone in my family. Long story short, I just, the pandemic hit, and I just was bored at the house, and so I just continued to make a video every single day. And, you know, consistency and commitment, you know, two years later, it's turned into this unbelievable experience like every day I gotta pinch myself I'm like I can't believe this is like my life (laughs) that's amazing I think one the growth has been just incredible and the fact that there was such a there's overnight success is incredible that part is is so cool reminds me of I've heard stories like that before but it's like watch a video of Post Malone and he did the same thing like he was like I'm just gonna put out uh, White Iverson on SoundCloud went to bed, woke up, and he yeah. had texts from, like, all these random rappers, like Kendrick, and, like, yeah. and he's like, oh, my God, like, my life's changed. Yeah. Like, this is, oh, this unbelievable. is insane. Um, so to hear that, I think, one, is really cool. So congrats. Thank you, Thank uh, you very much. That's amazing. But, two, I think the the other cool part is it's not – it wasn't, like, a lifelong goal of yours. Never. Right? Like, you, that, you dude, like, I wanted to open up, up a gym. You, yeah, you didn't grow up being, like, this is what I'm going to do. So oh, what, no. what did you grow up? wanting to do oh I wanted to be a professional baseball player that was like like my my dream in life and I remember like having conversations with my dad just like crying to him like like I want to get drafted I'm gonna go to the big league like like really like try to manifest this thing like I would be at the field all hours of the day like my homecoming senior year I didn't go to the dance I called my baseball coach begged him to call the town to turn the lights on so I could hit while everyone was out like at the dance and whatnot so my whole dream was to be a professional baseball player to any capacity like whether it was overseas or whatnot um and I got to college and I just hated the game like I uh, you couldn't pay me to put on baseball pants it just was a very like I did a 180 um but that was the dream which then transitioned into, okay, well, if I'm not going to be a pro ball player, I'm going to open up a gym. I love taking care of my body. I love craving activity. I love getting after it and getting outside. Nice. Um, you like how I did that? Nice. <laughs> um, and so I was like, all right, I'm going to be a personal trainer. I'm going to open up a gym. And that was pretty much it. Like, it was never... I mean, listen, I thought about, like, what if I was an entertainer of some sort? Like, what if I was on YouTube? Like, what if I did stand-up? But it was never, like... It was never a, a dream or a vision or, or a goal. It was always just, like, something I was naturally, I guess, talented at or what so people think. Yeah, because I was going to ask, like, I mean, like, you're a very humble guy. That's something that, like, I think, too, like... Appreciate it. I, I think probably that might not... Easy the, there, Pete. <laughs> people, like, look at your content and, you know, maybe that might not be the first thing just because of how, like, out there that... You know, oh, 100%. Like, you put yourself out there without any oh, type yeah. of... Knowing like how humble you are, did, did any part of you though that night when you put that video out, when you were like reviewing it and looking at it, that first video, did you think like, yeah, this has got a shot? Like, do you really just do it for yourself? Oh, a hundred percent. I. This is gonna sound really bad after you just said I was humble. I think I'm friggin' hysterical. <laughs> like, I watch. No, no, I legitimately watch my own videos and pee myself laughing. Like. <laughs> 
like <laughs> just the other day when I made the mic'd up NFL hits, I watched that thing a hundred times before I posted. That was good. I was like, Nick, you are a genius, bro. <laughs> um, but that but it, that's that, confidence. Yes, I, I will never ever tell that to somebody and like actually mean it and try to get a one up. Like no, but. Um, that night where I did post that video, I will definitely say I didn't think it was going to blow up, but I knew that it was good. Like, I knew that I had, even though I didn't realize it at the time, like, I knew that there was something there for sure. Um, because, and I always used to preach, like, and I still do, like, if you enjoy the content, if you laugh at it, chances are someone else is going to laugh at it too. And I genuinely thought that my videos are funny. Um, and I still do now, but it was never like, oh, this is gonna, this is gonna smack, right. bro. This thing, oh, check that out. No, I was never, never like that. I did it for pure, selfish reasons, so I could laugh, <laughs> for for and just like send it to my friends. Yep, absolutely. So, so then you do, it does blow up. Yeah. You do have that success. You follow it up with, you know, yeah, other videos. Oh yeah. It keeps going, but you're a student. You're in, you're in college, dude. So, tell us about like your senior year. And well, even before that, but then yeah, I was doing it junior year yeah, too. And then going back to senior year, yeah. that whole year, how you were able to still be pumping out this content while being a student, while being a friend, while being, <laughs> yeah. you and know, like what was going through your head? Like, oh, yeah, like, it, it was extremely uncomfortable, extremely scary. Um, but I knew that, and I'm talking like, I'm talking senior year of college, junior year, um, I wasn't as all in on it as because I didn't I didn't really I didn't really see the the effect it had junior year junior year was more of like oh you can make some money doing this but it wasn't like this is what this is what I'm doing um but senior year uh it was extremely scary but I made the decision the conscious decision with myself where I realized that what I was doing and what I was putting out is bigger than me and you know it don't it don't really matter if I'm scared because there's people who are literally waiting for me to post something or waiting to to get a laugh from what I'm putting out. So I'm just gonna figure it, figure it out. And like with with school, I mean, I was taking 18 credits. I was living in an apartment with four four dudes. I was doing a podcast. I was trying to post a video a day. Um, I had contracts that needed to be fulfilled. Like. There's no such thing as balance. I don't believe that there's balance. I feel like you just figure it out. Like, you just, you feel like, okay, this is what it needs to get done. It's going to get done. Don't matter how it gets done, but it's going to get done. And, like, definitely made mistakes. Um, the whole month of October 2022, I felt like I was awake. Like, I didn't feel like I slept. Um, but, again, when you realize that it's bigger than you, it, it doesn't matter how you feel sometimes. And, and that's just, that's the reality of it. But that's the decision that I made and that's the, the consequences I got to deal with. But it was for sure scary and for sure a lot. I think uh, on that like same kind of topic, you mentioned a lot of, I think, different pieces to this question. But get, getting through that, uh, the beginning of like this wave that you're on. Hell yeah. What's been your why? Do you have you had like one consistent why Absolutely. the entire time? I do like humbly saying, I do recognize that I have a talent in this, and I do recognize that it actually has an effect on people. And the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. And like one of my biggest whys is like, this is making people happy. Like I'm literally given the opportunity to make someone laugh. When you laugh, you don't 
you don't think about the, the negativity going on in your life. You don't think about all the bullshit going on. Like, you're just experiencing joy. And I have the gift to be able to give that to half a million, two million people when you take in all the accounts. Like, that's, I don't need much more of a why than that. Like, the other part of it too, though, is I love to work. Like, flat out. Like, I love getting up. I love putting in the time. I love putting in the effort. And I love seeing the results. But the underlying, like, why is literally because I have a gift. I need to use it. Like, that's what it is. I think the the cool part, too, is that you're able to touch people and bring that happiness and and joy that, that you talk about to people of all different demographics, backgrounds, what I like, I vividly remember before we even started working with you, showing my parents, um, one of your videos and they thought it was hysterical. And my parents are not on social media whatsoever. That's awesome. And like, so to see them like smile and laugh yeah. because of your videos and then know my younger cousins that are in middle school are cracking up at the same yeah. videos and are like, that's awesome. Oh my God, Nikki. And like, that's a, 45 year age gap like yeah and it's awesome dude. It's, like, i think that part's so cool and and you bring this joy and happiness and laughter through all these different characters <laughs> that you've created right yeah so i've been curious ever since we started working with you and i've seen your videos tell us about these characters like who oh. what's the background who are these people because like someone inspired some of these oh 100 so, who are 100%, these people 100 are now your character. Okay, so let's start with let's start with the the bread and butter Pasquale. He's honestly he involved he evolved himself. The first video I made with him was like, yeah, growing up in an Italian household like my dad. But like 90% of the videos that are like involve that character, my dad is not like that whatsoever. And it it just kind of evolved. It started with my dad but then totally took a life of its own. And now it's like a goofy, like passionate, like father who, I don't know, it's just like a goofball. Like that's that's the whole Pasquale thing. It kind of took a life of its own. No-No is based off of, I don't. I never met either of my grandfathers, but No-No is based off of uh, my mom's uncle who is from Italy, who came over here um, to live the American dream. And he's just... He's really just like a goofball. Like he's the he's the best, but like he's he's also he's living a oh, dream. He's living a dream. He's a little <laughs> bit of a goofball. Um, like the whole like you see the movie Avatar. Where did they get these blue people? Like that was like real. Like that was an actual conversation. Um, I had the same thought. Yeah. So like the planet of the hate, the the monkey. I never see. I go to the zoo all of the time. The monkey not do this. Um, but like that was another real conversation. Um, Paul Montgomery, this is great. I, I'm excited for this. One. I this have he's definitely he's a fantastic character. And, um, thank you, fellas. Life, yeah, thank is. you. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you, fellas. Uh, Paul Montgomery was based off of, a, of an umpire I had in high school baseball. And two weeks ago, the guy has no clue. This guy has no clue. Two weeks ago, I'm at the baseball field, and this cop car pulls up because I parked in in uh, the wrong spot. He told me to move. <laughs> Um, and out walks the umpire who I based Paul Montgomery off of. He's and a cop? He's a cop. Yeah, he's a cop. Nice. The cop gets out of the car. It's Paul Montgomery. So the guy's got no idea. His name is Mike. I never knew his name was Mike. And I was like, you used to umpire uh, my high school games. He goes, oh, yeah? 
I said, I said, yeah. Oh, really? Really? You still playing? You still playing? I said, I said, no, I'm not. He goes, hey, you could come umpire if you want. And I was like, oh, if I only have. you knew, bro. If only you knew. Um, yeah, Paul was definitely a high school umpire of mine that I had. Uh, Rocco, the restaurant owner, yep. was a Greek restaurant owner that I, a restaurant I used to go to, the, the owner would wear that like silky blue shirt, he would wear like the rings, his hands would shake like right this way, <laughs> and he'd like hair. point you to your table, yeah. the hair would slick back um, It's all Mediterranean It's all the same. And that's the other thing too, like I feel like I have a very, like for me I can like analyze and observe people pretty well, and like for whatever reason, it's just always been easy to mimic it and like to see something in my head and just just be able to create it. Like it's almost like a copy and paste. Like it's very there's no thought that goes involved. I don't second guess. I just like here it is, bang, bang, bang. Like I've never written down anything for any of my videos. Like I literally go out there with the camera, record it, it takes me about forty minutes to an hour and, and that's it. Like the 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 restaurant owner, like I remember what the guy looked like and I was like, This is gonna be him. And it took literally that little that video that video took me like ten minutes to make, and it's fucking nuts. That's a, so who's who's next? Is there like an officer Mike coming out? You're just gonna like no, <laughs> no. You see, I, I like I like him to to just kind of like naturally yeah. like yeah like how like happen. And does that like do do you just kind of do you actively brainstorm and think about those, those mm-hmm. sorts of things, or do you just let it? No, I've I've tried like I'll put in my schedule like. When I make my schedule the night before, I'll be like, all right, from 8 to 10, it's just going to be like a creative two hours where I'm just going to think of shit. I don't think of nothing for two hours. <laughs> the second I like, I put it down on paper, I don't think of gots for two hours. Like, I'll just sit there. Like, every time I try to force it, it never happens. But I, if I don't try and force it, it just... Trent, we'll move to uh, move to factor fiction. We got a little factor fiction uh, questions for you. Oh my you. god, I love this. Just test the uh, good old. I'm gonna test get. It. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, how many questions are there? Uh, it's all based on meat. It's all meat. These are meat questions. Oh, I'm gonna These go 100. Yeah. And you are Nikki Meat. So talking about 100. If yeah. you don't, you. Yeah, no, I, I. This is legit. Yeah. Go ahead. If you don't, what do you gotta do? What's the wager here? You can't eat meat for two weeks. Hell no. Fine. Ten days. All one meat, week. All meat products have to be replaced with plant protein. For one week. Luce is saying two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks, no meat. Yeah. Two weeks, no meat. All right, I'm allowed I'm allowed to get one wrong. No. No. Okay. No no misses. No misses, no fine. Misses. Yeah, pressure's on. Let's go. You're really, I'm just, you're yeah, really let's go. Right. No, let's go. No meat for two set, weeks. That's fine. What kind let's of standard go. do you set yourself? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. All right, Pete, leave us off. All right. A pork chop is the same as a lamb chop. Fact or fiction? <laughs> that is fiction. <laughs> All right, we just wanted to... You know, starting off easy. That that, that was sense. that was so ridiculous. I thought about that question. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was I the goal. About it. Yeah. That was the goal. All right, next question. There are roughly 19 billion chickens on our planet. I've looked this up. That's fact. Yes, it is. Now, numbers humans three to one. Yep. Isn't that crazy? Isn't it nuts? I think about it all the time when I go to Buffalo Wild Wings or like when I go to Eat Wings. I'm like, how many fucking chickens do you think are in this world? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah. Instead of more doors or wheels, there should be like more chicken. chicken I know, yeah. And how about yeah. that answer I gave about the wheels? Gotta be honest, I patted myself on the back. That, that was that a one. good answer. I'm, I'm a wheels guy. I'm a wheels guy. Yeah. All right. Are you a hot dog guy? I like a hot dog. Okay. I like a good wiener, ballpark Frank. Basically, what creates a hot dog is packed together meat trimmings of chicken, beef, and pork. Yeah. Fact. 
Fact. Fact. Yeah. Isn't that kind of gross? Fact. They used to they they used to say that it was the shit that was on the floor in the factories. Wouldn't surprise me. Back then. Who said that? I learned it in my history class. That's disgusting. Gross. I'd still eat it. Yeah. A little probably. mustard, ketchup, relish. What are you going to do? You get it hot enough, it burns off the bacteria, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fact or fiction? Uh, Nebraska pr- uh, produces the most steak in the U.S. Fiction. Do you know who does? Uh, bonus, yes. Now, bonus points. Do you know who? Pr- yeah, who you can make most? up for the one you got wrong. Yep. If you Texas. Did. Wow, yep. I shouldn't have said that. All right, we're back to even. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't so I'm expecting back to even. that. Let's go. All right. Average cow provides about four hundred and sixty pounds of meat. Fact. How do you know that? That was quick. You Google that one too? No, I just knew that. Yeah. You just pulled yeah. that knowledge. Yeah, no, I, I remember having a conversation about that. All right. Yeah. I think that, that's a ton. Fact. It's unbelievable. Right. An elk, you could feed, one elk can feed your family for like an entire year. That is an it's crazy. average. I did not know that. Yeah. So an average cow weighs about 1,200 pounds. 1,200 pounds, yeah. So that's 40% of the cow yeah. is steak. Yeah, it's unreal. It's crazy. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. No wonder we love cows. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Uh, fact or fiction, the most popular day for people to eat meat is July 4th. Fact. Fiction. Fuck! Oh. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It's a holiday. If you had a guess, what do you think? Easter. <laughs> <laughs> I like that guess. <laughs> it's Memorial Day. It's Memorial Day. Yeah. According to our sources. According, according to our sources, it's <laughs> Memorial Day. Oh, my gosh. Thanksgiving's a great guess. I, I think about yeah. Tom the Turkey. I think the... Wow, I don't know, because like Thanksgiving, so many people gather, but I guess it's the same Nobody eats that day. turkey. I don't care yeah. what you do to the turkey. It's the driest thing on yeah, the planet. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan. Uh, but yeah, Memorial Day, kickoff of summer. Okay. See, and that's what I, that's the only reason why I think, too, is like, it's a, a big part. Imagine if I was, day. imagine if I said, fiction, Memorial Day. Like, would you shit your pants? Uh, I would have <laughs> been a little skeptical <laughs> that you somehow <laughs> yeah. got your hands on this before. All right. Americans eat the most beef in the world. Fact. You think so? Well, in the world. In the world. Fiction. Fiction. Well, Final fact, answer? Fiction. Final fiction. answer? Fiction. Who do you think does? Russia. Not even. No. no. Apparently, South America is South big Americans. into meat. Yeah. Really? Argentina, like Texas, Brazil, Brazil, Uruguay. Damn. U.S. is fourth. Wow. Who's second? Brazil. Is that the Oh, no, sorry. Ar- Argentina, then Brazil. Good for them. Yeah, Good I for know. them. Good for the Argentinians. Good for them. Out of chicken, pork, and steak, mm-hmm. what do you think are the top two most popular meats in the world to eat? In the world? Yeah. Chicken and pork. Very good. Wow. Yeah. Very good. All right. That was impressive. Thank you. But the amount of chickens is not surprising. You, right. You've been uh, you've been getting into to brisket, right? You and your dad? Hell yeah. All right. The proper internal temperature for smoked brisket is, is what? I'm not even going to say the number. 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Close. Ooh, that's so that's close. 195. So I, I guess that's like depends on your, your yeah, brisket yeah. chef. We do right? 200. That's good. Well, no wonder that's it's good. dry. No wonder it's <laughs> drier than the Sahara Desert. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. I, last, this, last second submission yep. by Will. Uh, yep. Beef-based burgers have less fat and sodium than plant-based burgers. Fact or fiction? Fact. Yes, and apparently Will's got a caveat here. It says depending on the plant burger. So, well, it was like one you. of those sites. <laughs> like, that's I mean, like, what the hell kind of question is that? They don't even have a correct answer. Well, no, oh, I mean man. some plant-based burgers have more sodium and fat, and it was one of those like pro meat sites. So, right, it was like right, right, right. It depends on the one. There's definitely some. I thought I did okay. No, I, I, I'm still good. gonna go. Good. I'm well, still uh, gonna go vegan for two weeks. Yeah, I yeah, was good. Yeah, yeah. I said I will. Yeah, she'll make sure. So now that you're out of school. 
Yeah. And you do have this time to like sit down and have these creative brainstorm sessions because while you were in school, you obviously were jam packed, like you said. You know, oh my I gosh. didn't sleep for for the entire month of October. But now that you do have this is your full time profession. Oh hell, hell yeah. So walk us through how that's changed. All right, how what's it's, your it's funny. Post college life, I mean I've been out of college for like two months now and what I thought Congrats. Thank you. Yes, congrats. Thank you. What was the degree? Marketing. Nice. Thanks. Um, Ooh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike clap. Mike well, clap. Mike clap. Um, yeah, like, so I've been out of college for two months, and when I thought was going to have, like, a lot more time, I've been more busy than ever, I feel like. And so much so that, and, and it's been good. Like, moments like these are really good because you get to you get to learn from your mistakes and you get to adjust. Like, there would be days where... I'd wake up at the crack of dawn and like, I'd still be doing work at like 10 PM or 11 PM. I was kind of just like, all right, I need to, I need to set a schedule. So it's like 7 AM to 7 PM. It's just like all work related. And like work could be (laughs) going to the driving range and like shanking balls. Like it could be editing. It could be thinking of new ideas. What's the next steps? Like it's just a bunch of different stuff, but it's been, I love it. Like, I don't know what day of the week it is. I have no idea. And I feel like that's a good indication of where I'm at. Like, have you found it easier to create with the stress of school done? Or? 100%. Because regardless of the amount of work physically that I was doing with school, the mental capacity of having to worry about another thing and graduating just consumed me 24-7. Because it's like, if you don't graduate, then you don't get the do what you want to do so now that I don't even like school isn't even a thought it's just like oh this is like it's just like free reigns like I wouldn't have thought of the mic'd up videos the the uh, restaurant owner like I would have never thought of that stuff if I, if I was still in school do you ever rely on on people or not even rely but do you ever kind of have a brainstorming session with other people or do you do you I do. take on ideas or is it kind of simply like this is your your thing that that you do. I I feel like 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 most creators are very self-conscious about their work. Like I feel like self-conscious is the wrong word, but like this is my work. You know what I mean? And like I don't think it's anyone like I don't think anyone's to blame. I just think that's how it is. Um so not really much on like video specific ideas, but my best friend Perry and I will literally Shout out Perry. Yeah, yeah. shout out shout what out up? Perry Quartuccio. Love you. What Miss up? you. Perry Partucci. Um, but the, like, we would literally, I'm, I'm more into, like, the brainstorming, like, life, and, like, not advice, but just, like, things about, like, where we want to be, what we want to do, who we want to be, like, those conversations I have all the time. We used to dedicate, like, three, four times a week, we'd call it tea time. We'd, like, sit down for an hour, we'd nice. drink tea, and we'd literally just talk about stuff like that. Um... But it's in, in terms of like ideas specific, I just let them let them flow. I don't really, I don't really talk to anybody about those. But maybe I should. I don't know. I just get uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Because like if they say a bad idea, it's tough. And I don't want to yeah. say. You know. It, it. I think it's also too from a creative perspective. Like it's also like sometimes it's so hard to translate what you're thinking. Right. Right. A hundred percent. It's almost like you'd rather like, look, I'd rather just do it. Right. And then show you. Yeah. Like, it can be tough. On, like there have been times where like people would ask, like, we want you to write it out and like show, like tell us what you're going to say and what you're going to do. And I'll write it out. But then like on the bottom of the email, I'm like, listen, 
this probably looks really underwhelming, like from like just the writing. But I promise you, just trust me, and then I'll send you the video, and and I think you're you're gonna be happy with it because it's hard to write it out sometimes. You don't even you can't really explain it. Some of the best ideas come without planning. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. What do you feel is what's the end goal for you? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Still I, evolving. I feel like I feel like I've only really gotten to enjoy this for two months. Like I really feel like I'm waking up every day just so incredibly blessed and happy to be able to do what I'm doing. And I really just want to soak this up for a little bit because I really haven't had the chance to fully do it. Because I started this when I was in school. I I was in school for the past two years. Like, it's been two months out. I don't... Have I written down plans for the future? Yeah, for sure. But the end goal, I'm not, I'm not 100% certain yet. I really... And, like, that was a hard thing to... Uh, Except in the beginning because I feel like I felt like I needed to have an end goal. But you know what? I'm 21 years old. I just graduated college. Had this incredibly amazing opportunity in front of me. I'm just gonna enjoy, I'm just gonna enjoy it for right now and not really worry about the end goal too much, you know. But I, I once I figure it out, I'll let you know. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't, don't mind. Like, yeah. Maybe like an Instagram DM. Yeah, I'll shoot you a DM yeah. or I'll, I'll mail you a letter. Actually, on DMs, I've been yeah. curious about this. So Pete, and that was a great segue. Pete, Pete great, and I, great yeah, idea. that was unplanned. Yeah. By Unreal. The way. Yeah. Um, Unreal. Thank you. Uh, first podcast. Um, <laughs> and uh, this, I've, I've been curious about this. So Pete and I have access to the Roback uh, Instagram along with a couple of others, and we get a, a bunch of DMs on, on yeah. a regular basis. And how do you handle? kind of building that community and, and do you get back to every DM? Do you pick and choose? Do you just ignore them? Yeah. Uh, how does that, how yeah. does that work? Great question. I used to struggle with this like you couldn't believe. I mean like that's, imagine, that's where that's I can't where imagine. I literally being, cannot imagine. That's where being I'm trying a genuine like that's where like not this not being planned and it just falling into your lap gets you into trouble because you want to please everybody. And like when I when it first started happening, I would literally sit there, and it got to the point where I it, it was taking up my whole day. Like I literally was just getting back to everybody, and I I reached out to to a mentor of mine, uh, Nick Bear. Shout out Nick! Congratulations on the baby. What's up, Nick? And I was like, dude, like, do you respond to every DM? Because he's built a, an insane community, and he was like, I don't even look at my DMs. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And he was like, yeah, I, I, I used to, and it took too much time and time is the most valuable asset that we have. And I'm not going to use my time to respond to DMs when I get that, spend that time with my wife and with the, with the business. And I was like, hmm. And I was like, so how do you not feel guilty? And he was like, my content. I was like, your content. And he was like, yeah, I feel like my content is my way of showing my gratitude and responding to to my followers, and I was like, "That's a freaking great way to put it." Um, so ever since that conversation, it, that's that's how it's been. Like you refresh, and it's just like pfft, they just show up. I'll look at them for sure. I don't respond. Did anymore. you ever at any point like consider hiring like your own like social manager or somebody to speak for you? 
Um, no, because I'm a cute. Like I said, I love to work, so I I wanted to learn how to talk to people. I wanted to learn how to respond to emails. I wanted to learn how to negotiate. I wanted to learn how to read people. Like I wanted to learn all those skills, and I felt like if I had hired somebody to do it for me it was going to limit me in future endeavors. And I'm so happy that I haven't hired anybody because I feel like I would just be, I just wouldn't be as well-versed. Um, my best friend, Perry, shout out Perry. Um, What's up, Perry? Does, though, help Love me you, out Perry. a lot with with social media, like for sure. And this is another hard thing to accept with with someone who likes the work. Like, I loved wearing every hat in the book, but like, when you wear every hat, you can't also be creative. Like, that suppresses your creativity. So I'd rather give some work to some other people and pay them good for it. And this way I could focus at what I'm good at. Um, hard concept for me to, like, grasp, but... No, that's good. And I think, too, that gets something is, like, somebody who, like, when I first started, it was still, like, the traditional world of, of media. Yeah. And people very much you specialized. And yeah. then as social grew... It became the the jack of all trades, like really, like that became such oh, yeah. a huge, huge thing. I just think that's a big thing for like any young creators who might be listening to this, just to like hear that and understand. Like, you don't have to be good at everything. You don't have to oh, no. do everything. Oh, a hundred percent. And if you if you kind of shape your path to to find the things Absolutely. that you love to do, you'll become very good at that. Absolutely, and that's okay. You don't need to do it all. Absolutely, I I am a huge. And the, and the reason I'm, I am this way now is because I never used to be this way. And this whole process has turned me into such a student. The ego is non-existent. You cannot, especially in the content space, I feel like with, with most things, like your ego cannot be existent. Because if you have an ego, that's as high as your ceiling gets. Like if you are too good to learn something new, too good to ask a question, too good to take advice from some dude who's got 2,000 followers and you got 500,000, then, then you're capping yourself, dude. Because as soon as you get caught up in that, that's it. You stop growing. There's a couple books about that. I haven't read them, but like when I see them, <laughs> they exist. When, when I when I when I, I when I I've seen one. It's, I think it's called Ego is the Enemy. I want to read that book because I feel like it's it's relevant. Check your ego. Check your ego at the door. It's like swallowing like a fat pill. <laughs> that's it, like leaving your ego at the door. Like you don't want to do it, but you have to do it. Nick, tell us about. You're very obviously very funny, but very active. Tell yeah. us about how activity plays such a big role in your life. I would say being active, and I'm not even like this is I'm not even bullshitting. You, you don't even BS us. I'm not. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna BS you. How many swears? <laughs> how many swears is that? Not a not a lot. Well, well, not a lot. You just yeah. said one though within two minutes, so not that's why I had look, to say look, that. Four, uh, four. We got, we got four. four. We got four we, on the count. I love we got you. Four. But like both, but um, two of those were both within two minutes. So like that's double. So you actually have eight. Right, eight, whatever. Um, not that we're. I'm eight. not even BSing you. Activity is the number one most important thing in my life, besides my family and my girlfriend. And here's why. Why? It is the most consistent thing. It'll never go away. It'll never leave you. When all else hits the fan, notice how I didn't use a curse word there. When all else hits the fan, activity is still an option. It's the one thing you can control. If you're having a bad day, go for a run. Lift weights. If you're, if you got a headache, go for a walk. Throw a baseball around. Do something. It's the best medicine for everything, and it is the most consistent medicine that you have control over. 
that you have the option to choose if you want to do or not. And it teaches you, it not only does it keep you healthy, but it teaches you real life skills. Like it teaches you how to be a better person. It teaches you how to deal with failure. It teaches you how to deal with tough times. I'm the biggest advocate on earth besides you guys who have built a brand around the slogan Crave Activity for getting act- active, getting after it, and, and getting your heart rate up. There's nothing better for you in this world. I love that. I mean, that's oh, yeah. spot yeah, that's, on. Yeah. Uh, leads to, like, that's the, I think, a much better explanation of it leads to a better quality of life. It's, it's like literally, that's... you will literally feel superhuman. Like, I, whatever happens in life, right, like, Everything you love gets stripped away from you. You can still pick up a weight and you could still feel accomplished after 45 minutes of doing something hard. And that little rush that you get afterwards sometimes is the difference between a lot up here. And I could not be a bigger advocate for it. It doesn't have to be anything crazy either. Just go out for a walk. Just go, just go like, I don't know. Do something. Leave yeah. the house. Get off the, the the couch. You know. I think totally. that's a big thing too. Is it's like it doesn't always have to be, you know, like sport related or. Oh, absolutely or not. Like just like I mean, so like double this giant garden that that you guys got going on over yeah, here. Like yeah. Like something that just you know sim- simple as just. Go out in the garden. garden. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, go cook two double cheeseburgers and eat them both. <laughs> and eat them both. Yeah, yeah. With Nick fries did that today. And wings. <laughs> he had fries and wings. Too. Not like I did that. And today. then not throw up on the soccer field. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but seriously, like, go do something. Yeah, like, for you, real. And and I'm so I'm so happy you you brought that up because when I was a personal trainer, um, I get I get people who literally come to me and be like, I want to look like Michael B. Jordan. I'm like, all right, well, who doesn't? Right, I do too, man. I I want to look like him I don't too. Know. Sometimes Absolutely. I respect my barrel. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do two hours of cardio. I'm gonna lift weights. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna eat chicken and rice. I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, I am, bro. Like I promise. For okay, one day. maybe you do that for yeah, yeah. for a week. Yeah. Week Long two, times. you ain't doing that. Yeah. It's impossible. The brain don't work like that. How about you eat chicken and rice five times a week first? See if you could do that you could do that for an extended period of time, then maybe do seven or eight. Do a little bit extra cardio. You got to do it in steps. Like, you can't just, you can't just, oh, balls to the wall. It's not sustainable. The best form of fitness is the one that you're going to keep doing. That's it. The best diet is the one that you're going to stick to. The best diet is the food you like to eat. Like, that's not, it's not about here to here. It's like little consistent steps. Consistently good over occasionally great. I love that. I like that one. I'm consistently like good. Yeah, I didn't make that up. That's a sign. Occasionally great. I, like I didn't that. make that up. Jeff Cunningham. Yeah. Shout um, out, Jeff. All right, Jeff. All right, uh, final segment to wrap us up here. All right. Staying in the cooking can be meat, uh, but just in that realm. Staying in the meat world. Um, All right. In the cooking world. The top five, for, for the lack of a better word, things to use while cooking. Instruments count. Ingredients. You, yep. Like, yeah. Ingredients just count. Yeah. Like it, with some, that's utensils. something that you just want to... Utensils. You, you would always have in your kitchen. Salt, pepper. That's one. Don't tell me it's two. I don't know. Oh, wait. No, actually, no. no that's his, fair. You can get it as one. No, Salt, pepper fair. is one. Only because like, I have something similar, so... Minced garlic and a hot pan. <laughs> what kind of pan? No judgment. Okay, I don't want to say cast iron skillet because it's not diverse. Hmm. 
Thank God I would have judged you so hard if you said that. <laughs> I'd say a steel pen. All right, judgment free. Potter. What are you gonna cook with? The fuck are you talking? Well, about? don't don't stare at the uh, witness here, Will. Well, I'm just I'm trying to let the man you know, let the I'm man trying get to get the, let sniffle. the man eat tongs. With... Tongs. Yeah. Tongs, steel pan, butter, minced garlic, salt and pepper. Okay. You can't tell me you can't make something good with that. Okay. So that's that's pretty good. Will? You want me to go? I'll go. I have a feeling yours are gonna be a little better. I am going cast iron pan. Oh, oh wow. man! Judgments yeah. made. I knew it. Yep. I feel it. Don't I feel the it. judgment. Uh, also, salt and pepper. Attaboy. boy. Butter. Yep. A good chef knife. Ooh. A good sharp. I'm such a moron. Good sharp sharp knife. I'm so stupid. <laughs> and no, you're not. don't say that. You're not stupid. You're right. It's only, right. only sometimes. My my fifth is a good wooden spoon. Whoa, <laughs> good wooden spoon. Okay, and like the kind Someone that's like. To make so this is actually, I think my wife would be proud of me for this one because she's the one that brought that into my life the many spoon. years ago. Yeah, um, but it's also it's got to be like it can't it can't look new. It's got to look oh, discolored. Yeah. It's got to look used. Like it's got to it's got to look like there's years of flavor like baked into that. Absolutely, wood. absolutely agree. Yeah, that's a great list. I like that. What kind of mac and cheese do you prefer to make with your wooden spoon? Well, that was a weird yeah. question. Well, you, you typically well, make weird, mac and cheese. Dude that, dude, that was a weird question. <laughs> you typically make mac and dude, cheese. Dude, that question was so weird. With a wooden spoon. I don't I don't get crazy mac. I just I'm a, I just go straight craft. I don't get crazy with mac and cheese. Okay. Good to know. Um All right, I'll, I'll go I'll go my five. First one, spatula. It's the most versatile cooking utensil there is. I can make that. I can use that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, expand. I use that for pasta. I can use that for chicken. You're using a spatula for you pasta? Can? You can? For what? No, no. You, you can. For what? You, no, you for can, what? but no, you what are you shouldn't. using a spatula <laughs> for, mean, for pasta? Mean, what do you mean? Just because you can doesn't mean you should. I'm being practical here. I'm, I only have three. You five. got five. But still, I only need one. I can use that for anything I make. If you use a spatula... It doesn't make sense to, to have a spatula pasta, and I'm a wooden spoon. Like, I'm not It doesn't make sense thing. to have both in my top five. Therefore, the, the spatula is versatile. It can scoop a chicken, and it can make pasta. Will's from Chicago. How the fuck are you going to make pasta with a spatula? <laughs> you just stir it around like a spoon. It's just a bigger spoon. You no, it's you not. A spatula is flat. <laughs> yeah, but he, it does the he same thing. He can cut thing. with the spatula. Yeah, yeah, no, no, there's definitely I more uses. Okay, I get yeah. it. Yeah. I get it. I get I, it. But one of them is not made pasta. It. Number one on my list. No, Stand by that. Number that. two, tinfoil. That's never, a great one. Never that's have a, to that's clean. That's a good one. I like that one. You put anything on tinfoil, you don't have to clean. Shout out NASA. Yeah. No, number three, meat thermometer. That was the stupidest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> that was the stupidest well, thing well, you could Not all of said. us are good at squeeze jobs, so I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know how hot my meat is that inside. Just, yeah, but even so. Well, maybe you should get one because you keep drying out your Yeah, brain. you're right. Yeah. So. Now you're right. So, all right, so follow up to yeah, is that. You what, haven't, is that your, your, your food is bland at this point. <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that because you don't want Wait. to overcook or undercook? Oh, I don't want to overcook. Okay. But do you really need a meat thermometer? Are yeah, you using I don't a meat thermometer and all those things? In a fish? Well, sometimes. If just I'm eat the fish. Brothers, just, yeah. just eat the fish. It's a little overcooked. So what? You fucked then up. It's dry. Yeah, you'll still eat it, but Let's it's make not a sauce. Not, yeah. Yeah. I could. I don't know. Right, I stand up. by meat thermometer. Number four, a grill. I think you can use... A grill for almost. You were anything. so proud of that you, one too. You, oh yeah. Can we you get could a cook. replay of, of his face? <laughs> when he said grill. 
Oh my! You could cook your grill. eggs. <laughs> you could cook your eggs I, on a grill. Yeah. You could cook your bacon on a Wait, grill. <laughs> but what, what, what kind of grill are you cooking eggs? Like you talking like a like yeah. a blackstone or like a gas grill? Like because if you're using now, now if you're, you're asking using real questions, Pete. You know what? If you're using a regular grill. Like you're For the sake a, of this, yeah. I'm going to say blackstone. Okay. Otherwise, like your eggs would fall right through the grate. Right. Well, you get special grate. <laughs> <laughs> Got it all figured out. Clearly, I have a lot of experience cooking. So. <laughs> Number five. See, we're cooking eggs on a Traeger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't get it up. Yeah. Use your Mom, spat- it keeps falling through. I got the meat thermometer in it, but it's not working. <laughs> in the egg. <laughs> I put my eggs on tinfoil. Done. Uh, oh, okay. You know what? Yeah, that's a yeah. solid save. Thank you. Solid save. Yeah, I have a lot of experience cooking, like I said. Number five, garlic salt. Okay. Another another proud answer. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Garlic salt. I love garlic salt. I'll yep. put that in anything. Yep. Literally anything. Okay. Put it on my meat thermometer before I stick it in the meat. <laughs> Do you, you put that on? No, on? but I should. I just thought of that, so I might try it next time. Yeah. Yeah. And then number five? That was, my, that was, that was five. Yeah, yeah. Garlic salt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what he. That's what he was. <laughs> that's what I was saving. That was, was the, saving for last. And <laughs> the last one, but the best garlic one. Garlic salt. Garlic salt. Yeah. Try to. You did salt and pepper and minced garlic, so you wasted yeah, But I that. feel like, but the garlic you could take with the butter, and you could you could caramelize the the garlic minced garlic. Yeah. See, that's that's above too, my head. Oh, uh, right. Cooking. Yeah. Right. Just just stick to the salt. Just stick to the grill and the meat thermometer, <laughs> and the salted garlic. Yeah. Yep. I'll cook for you. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Fucking I Hopefully I don't have a blood blood pressure appointment. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Good save, Ben. For those who can't see, the camera almost went. Uh, Holy smokes. Ben was Good thinking about save, Ben. Ben, just keep your hand on there for a minute. We're almost done anyways. Nice. Great. Great. Solid. Solid. Solid segment. pod. Yep. Behind the Ridge. Behind the Ridge. Well, Nikki, thank you very um, much for joining thank us. Thank you very much. Extremely honored to be the first guest extremely honored to be repping the road back on the course and everywhere else. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Extremely thank you honored to be on your team, Nikki. Stop it. Love yous. Love yous. Love yous. Can we get one big love yous? Yeah. One, two, three. Love yous. Now I'm going to say this one time, boy, and that's my word. We're rocking shot. The knock fire.